button right now. If you have any questions pertaining to the heart or health without the use of drugs and surgery, feel free to ask. Here we go. Good morning. This is KGA Radio 99.5 FM. It's just after 9 o'clock on a Tuesday. I have Dr. Aaron Chapa with Living Well in studio there in Lake City. Dr. Chapa, how long have you been doing what you do? Oh, good morning to all. Good morning. I'm so glad to be here. Uh, I mean, it's been almost 17 years, 16, 17 years or something. I've been playing this um, healthy living game professionally. And uh, it was really interesting. It's interesting that you asked me that. I was talking with uh, some you know, clients and patients the other day and come to realize that you know the, the I've been on this ride for the better part of 21 years since I've been 15 years old I've been making health conscious decisions on how to live better be better and stay better one bite at a time and I'm just you know always thankful that for whatever reason God you know, the Bible says that, you know, a man plans his way, but God orders the steps. And I just look back on my life and see many defining moments and many exits that were, you know, forced to take for this reason or that, that led me down this path. And man, I just feel really blessed and I feel really honored that God would call me to such a position where I could be a voice into people's lives and to, and to serve uh, the greater League City and uh, beyond area and uh, be just a voice of health, wellness, as you guys are a voice for, you know, positivity and hope for people. And I just am thankful that, you know, that God has a plan for each and every one of our lives. And I pray that all of us find exactly what it is that we can do to hallow the name of the Lord and do it in our work, in our the what we put our hands to. And never take lightly that, you know, the fact that whatever you're doing, do it unto the Lord and find a way to, to be a blessing. And uh, health and wellness is my game. I mean, I, I it's natural to me. Like, I, I, I'm willing. If somebody could, I've always said, if somebody could just show me how to live better, I would, I would change on a dime. I mean, if you told me I could never have a piece of, you know, chocolate again and here's all the facts and reasons why— I mean, I I could do that. I I would it would be that, you know, that important if I saw the end result as more of an option of something I can control. I saw a quote that Joe Rogan, podcaster, um, biggest podcaster in the world, that that he had said the other day. He said, when you know, when you're working out, when you're training, whenever you're doing those those daily things, those differences, if you imagine that there is a, a videography team that they're making a documentary about your life and the finished product and where you're you're going to be in the end and those small choices the tedious tasks of hey I got to get up and you know mix my mix my veggies you know I'm on the cleanse and everything else all those little tasks I got to get up at at 6 a.m. to go work out or go walk you know all those little things if you think about hey they're watching they're watching right now and I thought that was a really cool thing I was like man that is motivation because I remember like in football junior high growing up oh the coach is watching I got to run extra hard you know and That's stuff right. like that but they're watching. But and I remember being the guy on the basketball court that recognized that the coach might walk through that door at any moment. Mm-hmm. So instead of just push hard when I'm being watched, I'm going to push hard every moment of every part of my practice so that I am in a position whenever the limelight might fall upon me that I can shine. And like you said earlier, do it unto the Lord. That's right. Excellence. Technically. I mean, our best coach is our Heavenly Father, right? And so why wouldn't we want to even play ball to the Lord? Or, yeah. you know, whatever you're called to, wherever you're at, at whatever age that you're consciously aware of, you know, doing things well and not shortcutting. You know, like and, and as parents, we always are trying to, how do we, how do we educate our children to, to do things with excellence? Not just a half-heartedly go through the process of life and uh, shortcut this and shortcut it's so easy to do that Mm -hmm. you know and that kind of feeds right into heart month you know your heart has uh, uh, beats a hundred thousand times a day if your heart had the same attitude as sometimes we have towards um, shortcutting would take you know fifty thousand beats off here today, and that's not going to work. Yeah, yeah, it just wouldn't work. 
And and so we have to realize and appreciate that, you know, take the bull by the horns and do what you can do under the Lord and do it with a joyful heart and see if you can't have a little fun in the process and and and, and watch how your attitude shifts the environment around you. You could work with some of the most negative nillies on the on the market and bring in a fresh new perspective and you'll change somebody in that group or all that group. And it might not happen today. It might take a little time to cultivate, you know, the junk out and put in some new seeds of positivity and hope. And that's one of the things I've always loved about KG Radio is that, you know, you've always promoted and touted uh, positivity and giving people hope and you know we at our office people sometimes come in thinking that we're you know especially when they're kind of in the beginnings of the program and they don't bring their food log or they don't bring their homework that they need to be working on or they haven't been following the protocol to the the letter that we lined out for them and they think that we're going to jump their bones about it and the reality is is oh no 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 it's not about us getting upset with you and your healthcare choices, we recognize the symptoms that you have, the diagnoses that you have are all because of the choices you've been making. And so con- a person is not the answer. Remember, um, a man convinced against his will is of the same opinion still. So even if I can make a case that you've been doing it wrong, it doesn't necessarily give you any hope. You know, if a person comes in and they need a hug, we need to be able to, you know, sidestep and give that person a hug. If that needs a friendly ear to pour out upon, we need to make sure that we're pouring out so that we can give those people what they need. And um, and that is a that's a that's a wonderful spot for me to be is uh, to to help people see that. No matter what you're going through, no matter what your care plan, how it's working for you or not working for you, we're going to help keep pushing you onward, upward, goodward, godward, so that you feel better, live better, and can see the longevity of your actions come to pass. You can see that vitality come into play. Dr. Chapa, you were talking about being in a in a in a good place or being where you're supposed to be and and, and stuff. So you had some really cool things happen over the weekend where you i don't know if there's any news and and i'm sure some stuff is out there but like demo things i don't know you always have like a big vision Mm -hmm. and what's what's going on well so yeah so saturday was a um was demo day for uh, and we invited some of our staff and our clinical team um and and some family out to this event and and we just uh is an opportunity for the next chapter we're at a place now where um we've been we've been uh doing all this back end work so it's it's like i can't remember if it's an, what type of japanese bamboo it is but it, it mm-hmm. talks about you nurture this thing you don't see any fruit from it don't see any fruit from it and all of a sudden boom three uh, you know it hits its like maturation point and then within 3 years it's like 70 feet in the air or something and but what it was doing in the shadows uh, in the quiet time and when it seemed like nothing was happening is it was developing a root system that could foundation support such massive growth. And I feel in a sense kind of like that Japanese bamboo tree. There's been many of uh, prep years of going into where we are right this second and really just in the last three and a half, four years it seems – um, maybe just three. I could be wrong, um, but I feel like it, something has shifted, and that shift um, was a, a dream team came together. Like God started putting people across my path that could help me get to the next level because it was only so much that Aaron could do on his own. You know, okay, so on Sunday morning at church, we had a guest minister, and he was talking about David being anointed at 10 years old, and maybe they didn't really understand what it was for, but then it wasn't till about 20 years later he was finally, you know, named king, but he got put in the presence of, you know, the court of the king and he was the armor bearer and all this other stuff that kind of prepared him. And I'm sure maybe it crossed his mind like, hey, when is it going to be my turn? When's when's in my time? You know, this was the promise or, or even, you know, you or me, you know, God promised me this or I had this word and I know it's going to come to pass, but I want it now. It's like the pill for an ill. I want it now. I want this to be fixed. But sometimes you got to put in the work learn and it's just not the right time and then 
in God's time, it's perfect. It's perfect timing. And 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 that's what the last uh, <laughs> so the last fourteen months that we we own this building and I haven't been able to do anything with it except prep, 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 paperwork, paperwork, paperwork. Uh, get this approved and get that approved and get the city on board and then show you know these people that this is legit and this could actually happen and this is what we, our vision is and living well's vision is to get sick people well without drugs and surgery we want people to live better be better and stay better we want to be a beacon of light for the north the south the east and the west we believe that all life truly does start and stop at the cellular level and nutrition is the fundamental backbone. We just aren't eating good nutrition anymore, and people are suffering needlessly. People are reaching to medications needlessly. They're reaching, you know, being told that surgery is their only option when it's not. And and so what's happening is we're coming alongside people, like the metaphoric starfish story. All these starfish are on the beachfront, and we just are people that are walking at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center down the beach, picking up a starfish and launching it back into the ocean. And, you know, when the guys come alongside and say, you can't make a difference to all these starfish, why well, sure as heck made a difference to that one mm-hmm. and to that one and to that one. And if you're that starfish that chooses to live a better life with the principles that we're teaching through our five steps to health, through our programs, our detox programs, through our sleep patterns and habit changes, you're about to see, um, you know, a change in the way you're going to live the second half of your life or the next quarter of your life or the next year of your life, um, you know, wherever you're at in the spectrum. And I just want to, you know, encourage you that, like, it is a, a joy to watch the Lord cultivate in you the best version of you possible. And it's okay if it takes some time. I mean, I, 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 have oftentimes taken for granted that I've been at this for 21 years. That's a long time, you know, and maybe, you know, not on the non-professional front before all of this. uh, I didn't know what I was doing, but cutting sugar out is a big deal. Cutting sodas out was a big deal. Cutting um, the artificial sugars and seeing that, you know, or the bad fats was a big deal. Recognizing the difference, you know, earlier on started to prepare my body mentally, emotionally to handle the strain and the stress of what I'm going through now. And now, because some days I feel like I can't handle it, you know, God is good to give me people that can help me burden it. You know, they can walk me off the quote, a metaphoric ledge. <laughs> and, um, and and he has, he's put a, a good people around me to help move this thing forward because there's no way we need anything like this if there isn't something grand coming. And, you know, the Bible says that, you know, we're 11 days away from our promised land. The Israelites, once they left Egypt to go to their promised land. And I've just been, you know, really believing and holding dear to that. And I, and I hope that for the most part, I've, tr- I've tried not to grumble and complain because uh, I d- really don't want it to take 40 years, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, 40 years. <laughs> and, uh, and I want to be able to walk across the end of the threshold of the promised land knowing <laughs> that, Lord, this was your vision. And you just gave me an opportunity to hold this, you know, baton for a little bit. And I'm thankful. You talk about putting together a team. I have to read this comment from Molly. She said it is a lot more encouraging when more than one lunatic is throwing starfish, throwing them back into the sea. (laughs) So you're making a difference, you know, one at a time, but you got a team and then you're throwing starfish together. And it truly, (laughs) it blesses me. Like when I was, so at Demo Day on Saturday, I'm, I'm looking out in the ocean of starfish, if you will. We all had these Demo Day shirts on. And I'm looking, and and I had to say something, and whew, I mean, it was like it was a a moment for me. Like I am speechless. Like I don't really have anything to say. Uh, I'm <laughs> this is this is big deal, and um, it is a testament that you know God's plans going down. It's whether or not you, if you want to participate or not. If you say yes, and I've. I just want to say yes to Jesus, you know, and and if he put me in this spot where I can be a blessing to humans, his people, and love them, uh, whether they're Jew or Gentile, so to speak, and recognize that he paid the ultimate price, and who am I to say that this person deserves it over this person? I just want to scoop up as many starfish as possible, want, you know, and, and get them back into their habitat, um, and, and hopefully— even in the process, wake some of them up that might want to come alongside that want to fight the good fight with me and throw starfish. Like she said, I mean, that's, 
oh man, I just, I do. And I think walking, seeing the people on Saturday um, that were there, I saw for the really, you know, it's like that, that tangible moment where you're like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> this is a little bit more real than uh, I realized. And, and, and so I, I was, I need, I feel like I need to be pinched a little bit. <laughs> so, um, you know, just God bless all of you guys. I need your prayers and uh, our office needs your prayers. I mean, we, we want to see this thing through and we want to give God glory all every step of the way. So when you're driving by our office now, and when you see where we're, our new location is, just, you know, holler out or say a prayer, you know, God bless you living well clinical nutrition center and, uh, you know, serve your people well. And uh, that's what we're out to do. And, you know, I, I, I'm I, very thankful for this this radio with, you know, Kurt's been a great uh, uh, servant and helpful helpful uh, compadre um, to help us with some of the video stuff. And um, and it's just it's just neat to see how God pulls people from all kinds of different places. And it goes back to that Japanese bamboo tree, the root system that had to be infrastructurally put in place in order to do that 70 foot growth and three year mark, you know, and I go, all right, Lord, I'm, I'm getting it. You know, I'm a slow learner, but I'm getting it, you mm-hmm. know, and I uh, hope that I get, you know, I hope I never lose sight of the fact that this is your deal and that you're the, the, you're the one that says, yes, you're the one that says, no, may you open and close the doors that no man can open or close. And, and let me, be faithful enough and courageous enough to walk through those doors that you open and sidestep the ones that you close and not get bitter about it, you know, because I want his game, not mine. Yeah, sometimes the door closes and it's like, I really wanted to go, I really liked that door. I wanted to go through that door and you kind of just keep knocking on it and I don't know. Sometimes you can maybe force your way through, but uh, it might not not be good on the other side whenever you do that. Exactly. and, And so, uh, at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center, we got some great things coming, guys. I mean, this month, uh, I believe on the 23rd, is our uh, heart detox class. Uh, we've got some Valentine's specials going to be coming, uh, launching here pretty soon. We're still ironing out some of those details for you guys uh, because we want to give our heart to you um, and help you guys on your quest to be as healthy as humanly possible. So uh, you guys just share this video, like this video, comment on this video, ask some health questions, help people know that, you know, KGE Radio and Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center are bringing you a, a, a story of hope. We're going to help you see who the great physician is, Jesus Christ, and that he is the same yesterday, day, and forever. And he's given you wisdom and guidance on how to leverage certain lifestyle principles and practices into your daily uh, life so that you can maximize your vitality curve. Vitality, by definition, is the energy that you have output going to the world around you. And so if you're 30 years old or 27 years old or 40 years old and you feel like you're in your 80s and you don't feel good about where you're at, your body's broken, your mind is broken, you're tired, your hormones are off, your sleep is disrupted, your fuse is short, hey, that is a good reason to come by and let us check you out because oftentimes people are going in to the, to the pharmaceutical um, Western medicine doctor and they are finding that their blood work is okay. Their stress tests are okay. Their checkups are fine. Their you know colonoscopies are eh, relatively clear. And so there's nothing wrong with you, you know, Mr. Joe. So, hey, you come back whenever you're really broken and then we'll deal with you. Well, why are we waiting until we break to get fixed? Surely there's some maintenance that we could do. You know, if you don't change the oil in your car, what's going to happen to that engine, Guardy? It's going to not work for much longer. That's right. Mm-hmm. What if you don't change your brake pads? You know, mm-hmm. what, uh, it's going to cost you more in the long run than just to service and maintenance stuff. And and I I I'm... Even if you do the maintenance, there's still deeper maintenance things that you have to do. That's why they, you know, you, you do your oils uh, checks, you do your air pressure rotation of the tires, but you better make sure that you change those spark plugs too at some point. You know, make sure that you have somebody evaluate some of the deeper things that maybe aren't as easy to see. 
And when a person finds themselves their own doctor, they find themselves a fool for a patient and a fool for a doctor. Do not be your own clinician. Don't be your own guide to better health. Yes, you need to know some of the the, the you, you need to know the practices that you need to be doing every day. Like you need to know that you need to change your air filter. You need to know that you need to lock your doors at night. You need to know that you need to do the the, the necessary things, right? There's things that you need to know. But it is good to come in and let somebody else go through the history with you. Because the history, we, we start asking, people are always complimenting our history. They say, it seems like you guys just ask us questions that my normal doctors never ask. Why is that? And I'm like, I don't know. I can't speak for them. Maybe they weren't taught. Maybe they bought into the simple, you know, symptom pill for nil model. And so they're only looking for the basics. We're looking for what you're complaining about, your number one complaint challenge or health in your diagnostic. And... We're looking for all the other players like headaches or itchy, watery eyes or drainage down the back of your throat or the skin rashes or the sleep disruptions or the hormonal dysregulation or the bowel uh, issues or the heartburn, indigestion reflux or the, 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 the uh, cramps that only happen at certain times of the day or at certain times of the month or the memory glitches that you're having or I just can't seem to get out of bed in the morning cry. Whatever is your glitch that you perceive to be a kind of an ongoing problem for your overall output and vitality, these are things that we're going to start digging for and help you see. And then when we run a blood panel, we're not going to just look at it from a diagnostic pathology perspective like Western medicine because we're not waiting for you to break. We're trying to see things before they break. We're trying to prevent things from ever happening. And that's one of the frustrating things about health and wellness and lifestyle management is that you never know what you're really preventing because per true prevention means you never had it, got it, develop it. Make sense? So, mm -hmm. you know, is it okay for your body to get cancer? Yes, as long as it's two weeks after you gave up the ghost, right? We don't want you getting cancer while you're still running the earth suit. But what if you do develop cancer uh, and you're still living in that earth suit? Okay, well, we've got lifestyle management practices that we have to do to, to navigate you through those tough terrains. And so, you know, everybody that comes in always comes in and they have a story and their, and their story is important to hear. And then we leverage that story with a lot of our uh, clinical frontline work that we've seen you know uh, help people navigate we change diet we run different little tests that are even not blood work related like one of the things that we're running this month is our heart sound recorder well we run it every month but i mean it, it is a test that measures the mitral and tricuspid valves in your heart the aortic and pulmonic valves in your heart and it evaluates more than just an ekg you know because a lot of people have clean, clear EKGs. Again, the pathology report's clear. You're not sick. You're just functionally ill, meaning you have little check engine lights that aren't running like they should. And, and so your heart contains, for example, 700 milligrams, 7 grams of adenosine triphosphate, big word for cellular energy money. So in, in, that's enough energy to fuel the heart to pulse one time per second for only 10 seconds. That sounds like, well, what does that really mean? Well, that means that it is a lot of energy to drive your heart. And so if you don't have adequate fuel in your repertoire, in your reserves, in your B plans, C plans, and D plans to make sure that heart gets what it needs, that heart could be jeopardized and it's 100,000 beats a day. And so what if 75% of your heart rhythms, your heart tones, are out of balance? That is a stress on your heart. So could that stress then take your longevity? Okay, remember, we want vitality, which means we want strong output. We want you know to increase that power and that reach. Longevity is how long can we keep that vitality? So what if instead of making it 100 years, now you make it 75 years? Well, that's still pretty good, right, Guardy? 75, yeah. It's not terrible. But what if you could make it 100? Mm -hmm. What if you could earn that badge of centenarian? 
somebody that makes it to 100. What if you could make it to 125, fully functional in spirit, mind, and body? Like I always say, I want. You know, I had a 77-year-old come in this past week, and we got to chatting and talking because when she was 75, she came in literally like it was like a 75th birthday. She goes out on the weekend. She comes in Monday morning, and she goes, you'll never guess what I did this weekend. And I said, I have no idea. <laughs> I said, you're pregnant. She goes, <laughs> no. <laughs> and uh, and she goes, no, no, seriously, guess what I did. And I'm like, seriously, I have you want? I mean, you couldn't have gone on a cruise. Skydive. Yes. Is that what it was? Yes. That's awesome. She went skydiving at seventy-five, and I go, I was, st- I was like stunned. I was like, Are you kidding me? Have you ever been skydiving? No. You need to go. Is do I, I don't need to? I've never been. I don't need to go. What? But I feel like that's something that you need to do. <laughs> it just fits your personality. Uh, like seventy-five-year-old well, Chapa skydiving. Yeah. I'm picturing it right now. Oh, she, mm-hmm. and that's what she, I said. So, what was it like? She goes, "Well, I don't know. I have this. I have this. You know, uh, this cute buff guy strapped to my back." And I'm like, <laughs> "Well, sign me up. Yeah, you know? <laughs> no, come on. You got to sell me better than that." And she goes, "No, no, no. Seriously." She goes, "He just told me to swing my legs out, and I thought we were just going to kind of get in position. And the next thing I know, we're like, whoop, we're out the plane." Yeah. And she just tells me this whole story. And she goes, "You know that fit that feeling of drop like you get in your stomach on a roller coaster?" I said, "Yeah." She goes, that doesn't happen. I go, oh, well, okay, that's good. <laughs> you know, because I don't know if some I... Some people don't like that. Yeah, yeah, some people don't like that. And uh, she goes, it's literally just... the. It's a surreal, like, quiet, sur- still moment. It's you're, You know you're falling, but you don't really... Can't tell how fast you're falling. And you're just kind of going. Well, she's now 77, and, I, and her dad made it to 97. And um, I said, do you realize... Like, I mean, you, you put it into perspective. If she went to 97, that's 20 more years of good living that she has to look forward to, right? And I, and I said, I said, sister, I said, you, 20, you, have, you have 20 solid years of good living. Does that make sense? What are you going to put into those 20 years? What are you going to see as a, you know, a fruit of your next 20 years? Because that might not sound like a lot, but that's that's still a good amount of time. And I said, why, I said, why don't you even have a bigger vision? Why don't you just put 23 more years in your vision and just go ahead and get that badge of 100 centenarian? You know, go the distance. I mean, you've got the personality. You've got the jovial disposition. I mean, she's just as peaceful and kind and calm all the time. I love listening to her giggle and laugh. You know, she's just so fun and sweet. And, and I'm just... And I said, you're already doing the lifestyle practices. I mean, she's been a patient of mine for almost seven or eight, nine, possibly ten years. I can't remember. I have to go look. But it was interesting, you know, like how I came to know her and meet her and hang out with her the last ten years. And what has she prevented by being a patient of good health practice for the last decade? She started sowing her health seed ten years ago. She started taking care, better care of her heart 10 years ago. She's been through cardiovascular program. We figured out that you know allergies from uh, pesticides, whenever the pest man comes to her house, screw her up every time. So we're very cognizant of when that happens or who we use or what chemicals they're allowed to use and what therapies that we're going to have her do when that dude shows up. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's lifestyle practice. She needs to hit up hippie fertilizing. Well, yes. I think that could be something that we could- Y'all would uh, be friends. I'm yeah, telling you, y'all would be friends. We, we need to have a, <laughs> uh, a powwow here on yes. the HEA and make it happen. We'll do it. And so, you know, I, I just, you know, when we talk heart facts and we look at the heart, the leading cause of death, one in three in the U.S. are dying of heart issues. And I feel like we could- um, make such a better difference. I mean, people think that breast cancer is a big deal in women. More people die from cardiovascular incidents than they do of breast cancer. And and I mean, I'm just thinking, you know, what is it that we could do to impact the heart better? We could, you know, eat better. We could avoid certain, learn what foods to avoid. We could drink more water. I mean, you know, 80% of your blood is like water. Hmm. I mean, and, and which is kind of interesting. And and so you start kind of just appreciating that it, it when actually Jennifer, me and Mo, uh, Jennifer, myself, Molly. No, how do I say that? Jennifer, Molly, and I. Hey, there you go. There's the proper grammar, I think. Mm. Um, 
we were discussing a, a talk that we're about to put together uh, for a couple weeks out, and we were discussing, you know, the thank God we don't have to know what we need to know biochemically or what we do know biochemically to make our life cycle work. And because when you look at the citric acid cycle or the urea cycle or your central fatty acid, you know, processing uh, of the food that's coming in on those receptors and what activates what and it lights up certain aspects of the internal workings of your trillions of cells, like you are 10% human. The rest of you is made up of bacterias and other little pathogens. And people go, huh? That's a weird thought. I mean, we are a synergistic body living with synergistic, like, creepy crawly things. And we've somehow bought in in this society that we need to kill off all those creepy crawly things, which ultimately is doing what? Killing off your own self. Because you have to have all those pieces working together in order to maximize you know the um, the life cycles all the way down through the food chain that is inside of you, not just in our environment. And I think that when people start to kind of centralize and realize, oh, there's more to this, you know, going to bed and waking up tomorrow than meets the eye. Then they start taking a little bit more precaution in what they could be doing to maximize their gene code, because you have a blueprint. Just because I have blueprints that says, you know, heart disease could happen to me in my 50s doesn't mean I have to honor that. I can say, no, 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 we're going to uh, bury that, burn that, get that as far away from our life cycle as possible, and we'll go in the distance. 125, fully functional spirit, mind, and body. And what if my kids buy into that? We've talked about that in the show before. Right. Now it's a generational blessing that's been passed down of living better. You know, my daughter goes off to a camp this week, and I miss her dearly. And uh, but I said, I said, hey, just for the record, I know that you won't, because you know you're my child, um, and you would never do anything like this. But just you know, don't beat up the ice cream while you're there, and me have to come pick you up. You know, I'll know. Uh, <laughs> You'll know too. Yeah. Yeah, everybody. Will. And um, <laughs> and she kind of chuckles. She goes, Ah, Daddy, don't worry. And um, and I'm like. Right, you know what I mean, <laughs> yeah. and um, and and that's the that's the whole thing is it, it I I we really do try to teach our family that food matters, you know, and I don't want people to think that we, they never get any of that stuff. That's not true. But at the end of the day, they at least understand that when they feel cruddy, when they feel allergy, when they feel headachey or the belly pain or whatever, I can oftentimes trace it back to a cheat meal, a birthday party, or something they did that they shouldn't have done dietarily that drove it. Or you didn't know because you didn't look at the label. Or Exactly. It was in there and just don't realize that, it. That's, and, and that does happen to people. And so you know, just remember, you're more in control of your health than you realize. And when it comes to your heart at 100,000 beats a day, you, it seems like 100,000 is a lot. you got some room for error. But remember, every error is also one aspect of your life that it's costing you. In vitality, that's the energy output that you give back to the world, and the longevity, how long that heart can manage those errors before it says, I'm done. And we don't want you to be done before your time. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. It's Kickstart. My name is Guardy. It's 938, talking to Dr. Aaron Chapa. It's Heart Month, all month of February. I'm excited. So on the 23rd is a heart detox class, Dr. Chop, and I've been meaning to ask you, what does a heart detox look like real quick? And then we can get on to that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So on a heart detox, we're looking primarily at decreasing sugar. So it's a blood sugar reset. We're looking at essential fatty acid restoration, which means we're teaching you bad fats versus good fats because they're fats in our culture have been demonized. Uh, fats make you fat. Fat causes strokes. Fat causes heart attacks. That what, what fat can I have? What fat can't I have? This website says this. That website says that. It's so, oh, it's mind-boggling. That, you know, and, and, and then if you meet somebody, I met Wally Schmidt uh, out in North Carolina, and he pulls out, he was in Dallas, and he pulls out literally out of his duffel bag, and I'm thinking, who carries around a map of the central fatty acid pathways of the body in their bag. 
nobody but this guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm looking at this thing is bigger than the table. It's hanging off, and he's moving it all around and navigating us through it like we're military surrounding a, you know, a strategic you know, um, defense offense program and how we're going to maximize the essential fatty acid game that we need to go play. And I'm like, wow, uh, dude, that's intense. And and I realized how complex, again, what Molly and Jennifer and I saw yesterday, there's just so much that you don't have to know. All you got to do is eat clean, eat all, eat well, you know, um, and detox efficiently. Bowels move like they're supposed to. Drink adequate water. Sleep well. Think well. Play well. On most things, pretty much work out for you. You know what I mean? And um, and so when we look at a heart detox, we're cleaning up the essential fatty acids. We're putting better fat in that would drive healthy neurological brain function to heart so that you get that you know stronger electrical impulse. We make sure to maximize, remineralize the body to make sure that that electrical impulse is intact, that those muscles are contracting like they're supposed to, that those valves are opening and closing like they're supposed to. Yeah, minerals do all that stuff. You know, and there's and most people are walking around today minerally deficient because the the uh, toxins that they are putting into their body are robbing them of the minerals that help keep strong electrical competency to the heart from the brain and the valves to open and close and those muscles to contract accordingly. And so it's just really interesting how some of these heart detox programs are just simple building blocks that people never pay attention to. And then we come in with the gusto. And we use things like garlic to rotor root crud through the uh, arterial system. Or we use things like hawthorn, cayenne pepper, uh, and we build protocols that will help open up and warm that tissue, melt away plaques and heal tissue by getting other aspects of uh, endothelial repair, blood vessel repair to manifest. And we can do that using herbs and basic foods, uh, vitamin C, vitamin D, uh, making sure that you're not taking in too many antioxidants, but you're getting enough oxida- um, enough of the antioxidants to decrease that burning of the tissue, if you will, that wearing out of the brake pads before you you know need your brakes to engage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we come in and, of course, never neglecting any aspect of the cardiovascular system. So just in my analogy so far, we've talked about how the brain stimulates the heart and the, one of the, my fun facts about the heart is that the heart does not beat because it wants to. It beats because it is told to. Wow, that just fascinates my brain. And like, what do you mean? Like, who's telling it to do that? You got these nodes, AV node, SA node, and somebody, is, and this thing just starts, this, this impulse from these two nodes starts early in infancy and or uh, in, in fetal uh, in utero where it just magically just <clears throat> happens, right? Oh, no, no. God breathed life into that. God snapped his fingers. God said, beat, you know, uh, SA node, AV node. And wow. Because what does the Bible say? That God is what? Knitting us together in our mother's womb. Doesn't it say that? It I'm does. pretty sure it says that. It does, yes. And and so think about the hand that moves the world takes the time to knit you together in a, the most unbelievable fashion. You come together and we feed in this is nutrition driven, this is miracle driven, this is you taking part in the process driven. I mean, there's so many synergistic working parts again of, of, and some of it you need to know. And some of it, thank God you don't have to know. It just works. And it just works. And, but what if you could help do your part? What if you could teach this generationally and you start seeing that your decisions impact not only you, but those around you. And so we want to help people see that they're in control. 
And of course, we don't neglect the venous side of the body. We've got the heart, the, we've got the electrical system, the valves of the system, the arterial side that takes blood from the heart to the tissues. And then the tissues then feed back into the venous system. And we can come in with things like horse chestnut, um, which is another herb. People like horse chestnuts. I don't remember that in that Christmas song. No, no, wrong horse chestnut. Uh, that was chestnuts roasting on an open fire, not horse chestnuts roasting over an open fire. Just for clarification, because I know that y'all are all like, what? And But there is an herb called horse chestnut, and it's in a product we use called vascular care complex, and it helps to clean up the venous side of your arterial system or on your uh, circulatory system. And so we can improve blood flow to key areas of the body. So you got cold hands, cold feet. You are missing the little half moon luna uh, at the base of your cuticle beds. You've got a crease in your earlobes. You start seeing the, the little sp uh, sp uh, strawberry-like patches on the tips of your, your tongue. These are indicating that your B vitamins are low and that your heart could be deficient. The circulatory aspects are you know, low, and you could have circulatory issues that we can address. You start losing hair around your ankles. Um, and a lot of, we see this oftentimes with guys that work, work in boots um, because they've got the work boots tied tight, and they're sitting there keeping that circulation decreased, right? Some of the blood flow mm -hmm. gets down there, but not all the time. And these are things that we can address and we can fix. And so we always help people see that there are things that you can be doing at all times. Just remember, every hour, approximately 30 people in the U.S. experience their first heart attack. And approximately one person every minute dies of a heart attack-related death um, and, and every minute. So, I mean, this is a, still a very big problem that people have, and frankly, neglected over the last year. You know, especially with COVID and everything, people are so worried about COVID. Well, you know, what if the what if viruses, not COVID, but just viruses, have an impact on our circulatory system, and we need to do an immune program? Well, the only way you're going to know is if you come in and let us teach you how to live better, be better, and stay better. Show you where your body's breaking down, and move you through these different protocols that we have built to help you do lifestyle management lifestyle care practice so we detox every six months 42 days a year 21 days in the beginning of the month or a year and 21 days later on or you do f you know uh, uh, ten, you know four 10-day programs throughout the, the year whatever works for your schedule see we've determined that it doesn't matter how we do the math as long as you're willing to play we can help you navigate your 42 days of detox a year we can help you incorporate a cardiovascular cleanse and it's easy stuff it's just keeping you aware of the choices that you're making most of the time and we just need you to make 70 80 percent good healthy choices most of the time throughout your day throughout your week throughout your month throughout your year and what winds up happening is you build this little insurance policy and you start pushing that health ball up the hill and before long you have a fair insurance policy that you've unraveled a lot of the diseases that could have, would have hit you earlier in life, you pushed them off because your body was fed appropriately at the cellular level, at the micro level. And all of a sudden, the body was able to revitalize itself down deep in those cell tissues. And when your body goes in and out of a cancerous state 100 plus times per day, your body is more apt to recognize rogue, unhealthy, damaged tissue and cast them out before they take root. And so instead of having the Japanese bamboo tree that of, of disease, you got the Japanese bamboo tree of health vitality that is an inspiration to everybody. And that's what we're building at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. We're building healthier, better versions of yourself your family's generational line through down through your kids and we want to serve you as much as we can through proper lifestyle management practice and it really isn't that hard i mean it's complicated at times because we get our we all get ourselves in a little bit of a pickle <laughs> all the time all the time right you know and sometimes it's because we choose to do things you know not so good but 
<clears throat> you know, we're just fighting this this uphill battle right now because we've convinced people that medications are okay idea. I think we trust them a lot too. We really do, and 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 weirdly, we have forsaken the idea that food is medicine, not pharmaceuticals. Right. You know, you use those things when nothing else has worked, and you give it a shot. Because it still might not work, and there's still so much we don't understand or appreciate. And I'm not saying that you know medicine doesn't do good things for people. I'm not saying that at all. Don't take it from that. But recognize that if you haven't incorporated lifestyle management practices that are non-drug, non-surgical, on the front end, or even during your you know your medical experience, intervention experience, be mindful that you're still missing a huge piece of your healthcare plan. Because there's so, so much, no matter where you're at. I've had patients on 28-plus medications. I've had people on 18 medications, I've on 12 medications. Any pharmacist that has been to pharmacology school, probably even pharmacology tech school, would tell you, you cannot predict the reactions when you have more than three medications in your body that are transpiring in your body. So what if, again, we talked about earlier, you had 100,000 heartbeats every day. And let's say that 60% of those are malfunctioning. Let's say that 25% of those are malfunctioning. How long can you afford to go at 25% efficiency or 75% efficiency? You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. what if the drug paints over a problem that you're having It'd be like me taking your car with a check engine light to the mechanic, and I'm the mechanic, and I just take the light bulb out of the dash so that you can't see it until your car's fixed. Ah, Paints over the problem. It does paint over a problem, but then when you need your brakes or you need the engine not to be, you know, clogged up with gunk and muck, all of a sudden... You know, you're cursing me because I sold you a bill of goods. I, I had to say we have been sold a bit of a bill of goods and relied too heavily on medical intervention. And, and man, if your arm gets lumped off, don't come to my office. I mean, I can't help you. You know, if you're in a life or death situation, yeah, seriously, like you need to make sure that you're not having a major medical crisis, a stroke, a heart attack, you know, some sort of brain bleed that needs to be addressed that I don't have the technology to fix. But, man, I the recovery, Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center, the prevention so that things like that can be prevented, Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. I mean, do, if, you're, if you have been on that road so long and it seems like you keep getting put on a new blood pressure medication and no, new, no old blood pressure medications being replaced, uh, there's a problem there. You know, let's go ahead and let's have some conversations and start unturning some health stones so we can figure out where your body's breaking down, why it's breaking down, teach you some different practices so that you can get a, a better perspective on what you can do, and then you'll see those medications start folding, falling off your intake list, and you will start waking up to the idea that, wow, I don't need that to be managed. I can manage it with my lifestyle choices. I can choose to eat better. I can choose to drink more water. I can choose to avoid alcohol. I can avoid sugars. I can avoid bad sleeping practices. I can avoid, you know, not going to the gym uh, and get my hiney over there and push something around. I can start choosing to create healthy lifestyle practice so that I don't fall victim to medications or cardiac surgeries that could have been avoided. And that's ultimately what we're going to be talking about are the problems of our modern society that we buy into as fact and Bible when there are things that you can be doing in order to improve overall function so that you live better, be better each and every day that you're uh, walking the planet. So it's uh, it's 9.54 right now. we got some time left, Dr. Chapa. Um We've been talking about the heart month. There was one question that came in earlier that I wanted to make sure to ask. So if you have any more, please let us know. Um, this is a question. that says, I want to know what fasting does for heart health. Is it beneficial? Does Is it correlated at all? <laughs> I was distracted by 
I looked down at the uh, Facebook, <laughs> and we were speeding through something. I don't know what happened. So, um, <laughs> what did you just ask me? I was like literally watching you, like you were doing something really fast, and I was doing something really oh, fast on the like, social media stream. Yeah, and yeah. I, was, I was looking at see if there was any questions. I got distracted. Sorry heart, about that. If um, if fasting is beneficial, correlated to heart health at all? Yeah. So it's I don't know that it's beneficial per se, but here's what I will say. When you create lifestyle practices like fasting, you are changing your blood sugar, which improves heart function. You are creating a natural, uh, what we call a healthy hormetic stress. So what when I use the word hormesis, it is a fancy word for a healthy stress, a controlled stress that drives health and vitality to be the output you know, uh, reward. And so fasting once a month, every, you know, three days a month, um, one day a week, whatever your kind of fasting practice is. And, um, and we definitely don't do enough fasting. I mean, no question. It's something that we are not ones in the society to create that type of discomfort, but it'd be like sitting in an ice bath for an hour. It's, it's uncomfortable. But it is also valuable to your overall health and vitality. So I think forcing your body to manage its own blood sugars strengthens the vitality, the the capacity of the heart to manage life better. So yes, I think fasting will have a positive impact on your health journey, your health code, and the expression of the healthy beats that your heart's going to give you every day, every day month and every year that you're on this planet does that make sense it does so yes. will it directly is there like a you know, here's the science and here's the 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 health benefit I, I think i have to lump it into what we call fasting is a good hormetic healthy stress practice that will help encourage better heart function because you're allowing your body a break from a stimulant or you're allowing your body a break from sugar or you're allowing your body to manage and figure out how to deal with a day of no food. And and the body will work that out. And I think people that have never fasted before should really incorporate it not only physically, but even for the spiritual. You know, because remember some of the challenges of life that are coming or are that maybe you're even in, the Bible says, well, those type of situations require prayer and fasting. So there is a physical benefit, and there is a mental, emotional benefit. A lot of you guys know that on the 15th of every month, I fast. And, uh, you know, so no matter what birthday it is, what day of the week it is, no matter what holiday or whatever, um, the 15th is the day. And it just happens to be that day because a friend of mine uh, used that day, and I just was modeling what was put before me. And, uh, And so it's a day for physical retreat and it's also a day for spiritual growth and opportunity to just say and and believe you me guys i mean i've been doing it a while now and and there's not a 15th that comes by that i don't go eh, i don't really want to do that today you know what i mean yeah. like i am in the same uh, with all of you guys i mean that is hormesis so hormetic stresses those healthy lifestyle practices that are oftentimes uncomfortable are the very thing that helps us be in a place where we can maximize longevity and vitality so that we can be the best version we can be for our kids, for our, you know, personal families, our outreach and output uh, or um, our extension of our social circles that we come into contact with day in, day out. People are paying attention to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, embrace that and then educate them on what you're doing so they'll support you. And that's why I'm comfortable telling you, you know, this isn't one of those secrets that I think is um, needs to be secret. You know, like I think that we need to be teaching people how to fast. Well, if you want to fast with us, let us know. We'll give you insights on what you can do to help get through a fast. But I can't tell you how many people have started doing it and they would just fast until dinner. Then that's turned into a fast for a whole day. Then they turned into a three-day fast. And they started figuring out how to 
like really incorporate fasting into their life, and it does something to you consciously. It brings you into a state of awareness because you're denying your flesh. You're denying your taste buds. You're denying pleasure, and you're succumbing, if you will, to a little bit of discomfort and pain so that you can find better health on in the physical. You can find spiritual growth in the supernatural, and you can biologically restore functions behind the scenes in places that you can't even fathom because you don't understand the physiology, and even myself don't even appreciate fully that there are so much inside of us that I can't, I don't know, you know, I, but I do know that the body likes healthy, controlled, stressful environments. You know, what's funny about fasting, the other day I didn't have, I didn't eat breakfast, and then it was like a late afternoon lunch, right? And the food that I got, it was nothing special, but it tasted so much better. I, I told, I like had to go back and it was a, uh, like a counter thing. And I was like, Hey, I just wanted to come back and tell you this food was delicious. I don't know if I was just super hungry, but thank you so much. And it just, it kind of created like even an extra thing. And I mean, that was just me skipping like one, one meal. It's not like I was fasting, but I just thought it was interesting. Well, and, and, and I think that again, you became, I think your, your, your taste buds become more aware, right? You know, uh, uh, they're not just, you're not just putting any old thing in your mouth. You denied yourself. And then all of a sudden when you did indulge again, you're like, there's a, there's a thankfulness. You know what I mean? Like how often do we really, that's why you see so many kids today, they'll eat half their food. They won't even take a bite of food because you know, it's green or whatever. And, and then they say to themselves, uh, we say to ourselves, man, there's people in other countries in other parts of this city that are starving, that would do anything for that plate. And you turn in your nose up at it, you take it for granted. Well, you know, when we incorporate the detox into our family and I see my kids start going through it, even my four-year-old, you know, she did that four days or five days or whatever it was and um, of no sugar. And she told me, you know, can I have a cheat meal? You know, I just go back to that. Like the reality of that's, that's us. That's your subconscious going, can I have a cheat meal? You know, I know you're probably like, who even taught you that? Where did you hear that yes, phrase before? Yeah. Cheat meal. Well, well, <laughs> well and, and, and so and this is the just the journey of life, guys. So just remember, I know we're coming to a close. This is Heart Month, Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. We believe in taking care of good uh, heart healthy practices so that you can maximize your 100,000 beats a day so that you can maximize that blood flow traveling, you know, uh, miles and miles and miles throughout all the the treachery uh, and uh, turns throughout your body's cavities and subcavities and cellular needs that you get from good blood flow. And we take the time through Heart Month because everybody's focused on love and everybody associates love with the heart. And so it's just an easy thing to kind of come to. And we want you to really focus this month on how can you improve Improve heart function. We have herbal remedies and herbal programs. We have nutritional uh, therapies that we can intervene and improve. We have different programs that are designed to help a person uh, maximize the efficiency of those heartbeats. The rate, the rhythm, and the tone can be evaluated using our heart sound recorders. We have our clinical class coming up on the 23rd where you guys can come out and learn firsthand a lot more than we're talking about here on the radio about the overall function and impact the power of your heart. And of course, we encourage you to come and be a part of that. We encourage you to be enrolled in the journey of living well, being well, and staying well, because everybody's open to this stuff in January and February. Let's set the cell so well that your health choices now impact you for the next 90 days, 120 days. And let's set a small goal. You know, what do you want your health to look like 90 days from now? Let us teach you how to build that in your life. And then 60 days now, we'll have some checkpoints to make sure we're on track. 30 days from now, we'll have some checkpoints intact that we need to hit in order to make sure our 60 and 90 day marks come together. And it will obviously teach you what you can do right now to plant that seed of health so that you're not waiting for life to happen to you. You're taking the bull by the horns and controlling as much as you are able things that 
are in your power to control better health for the future. This is Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. Give us a call, 281-554-8600. Visit us at justlivewell.com and tune in every week with KHE Radio and I at Living Well. We are here to give you the best, most up-to-date health information possible for you and your family. God bless you. It's KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. All right. Hey, social media, share this out. Y'all be blessed. Have a good day. Here's one quick question, though. Someone had asked about supplementing while fasting. Mm. Real quick. What are your thoughts? Absolutely. I do take my supplements on fasting days. I also allow green teas. Uh, I um, And if you're new to it, bone broths. I even u- uh, allow for uh, solid food vacations where you use uh, healthy juice uh, practices. And so we use uh, Main Squeeze as just a quick plug for them because they can build you a day program that can get you through a, a fasting day if it's new to you. And I've had people, that's where they started. And believe you me, that's still a, a fast for many people. Yeah. So we supplement, we use uh, different you know, things to help people get through those uh, days because we are living in a time where we have to, um, <laughs> we, ha- we work. You know, we don't have the luxury of just taking the day off because it's the 15th of the month. Sorry, Chop, you know. No, it's, you got 30 patients today. You need your brain on, and, um, and so I'm not giving up my supplements or some of um, some of the options that I have maybe on those days because I, I still got people to serve. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, take your supplements, and, um, and, and then when you're at your next visit, we'll give you some more tips on how to get through it. All right, y'all be blessed. Have a good day. And don't forget, share this video out. Tag a friend. Put it in a group. It really helps um, KHEA living well and getting this this word.